Morgan. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Is there is Sip coming in from the break. Good to have you back there. Yeah, well, right on time. Uh, I, I didn't read any of the text during the song of the day. We got like, I don't know, 80 today. Think so? Yeah. Good. Hey, I, thanks. Wh- what, hey, what, thank, what, wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Thanks, everybody. One of the maybe laugh, though. I got to read this one real quick. This is from Rocket Rod. Okay, Rocket Texas. Rod. I'm going to read the whole text here. This, this, is, this is regarding the song of the day, which, which was Till I Collapse by Eminem on the song of the day. Rocket Rod says, I give that a zero, Jake. I have really enjoyed the show this morning up until this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wonder what the, what the show was great until you played that stupid song. What rubbed Rocket Rod wrong? Well, just to guess without knowing for sure, I'm going to guess that Rocket Rod is not an Eminem fan. And you, would you guess he's like my agey? Yeah, maybe a little older. Your age? Yeah, your age demo. Yeah. I like it, though. I really respect Eminem and Nate Dogg. Thank you, Harrison. Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg's good in that song. The song's good. We, we had a lot of people guess Timbaland that was with... Uh, Eminem, but it is Nate Dogg. Harrison knows what's yeah, going don't, on. Yeah, don't don't question Harrison on music unless it's a music taste. Then he's a little questionable there. At times, today at times. today was was good. Yeah, but he, this is the same guy that gave Marshall Tucker Band a two point three. Yeah, but I will say this: Harrison I, does not need your approval. <laughs> he, he does what he wants to do, and that's the way it's going to be. Right. Did Everett weigh in? Uh, I did see Everett, yeah, and and uh, Houston, so both of his brothers. Wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Houston, Is the whole family listening? Uh, at least a couple. I like this. Everett H- and Houston. Houston says at this moment, that hits like a 10. The real score is a 9.3. Okay, so Houston is your older brother? They're both older. Than oh, they're both. Yeah. <laughs> is he the oldest, Houston? Uh, yes, and then Everett's. No, Everett's oldest. Okay. He's going to the grease board. Harrison I gotta find Everett has gone here. to the Greece. I board. think Everett texted in here. Oh, there, Everett gave it a 5.7. So there you go. Houston, a 10. That's actually a 9.3. Everett, a 5.7. Well, I really like that. Harrison, a 9.2. I really like that the family's listening. He's writing down all the siblings, it looks like. It's a, he's going in the wrong order, though. <laughs> but he drew an arrow. He went the youngest first. Because <laughs> he put himself that. first. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Harrison's the youngest, then youngest. Sawyer. Sawyer. Then Houston, then Everett's the oldest orange brother. All right, we're going to repeat this. Harrison is the youngest of four boys. From Hardington. From Hardington. Harrison is the youngest. Sawyer, the second youngest. Houston, the third youngest. And Everett, the oldest. We have not heard from Sawyer before. I don't believe. 
But the rest of them, Harrison, Everett, Houston, they're all listeners. They're all attentive. It's interesting that your family listens because my family won't come near the show. <laughs> my family stays far away. <laughs> Stay away, totally away from that. Which I completely understand. Uh, by the way, answering a question from Oak Valley Husker says, hey, where was that archery thing at? Uh, that okay, was okay. that was at the Outdoor Education Center, which is just west of 48th and Superior. Thank you North for asking. side of the street. Thank Can't you for asking. No. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Uh, 402. <laughs> you didn't ask. He, yeah. That person asked. Don't well, me. I thought you were thanking me for <laughs> answering the question. All that, too. Okay, thank so you. So I will take also the thank you here. All right, let's go. 402-464-5685. Call or text, as always. Very simple question. Is it a simple answer, though? What is a successful spring game tomorrow for Nebraska? Now, the obvious answer is no injuries. Yes. That's the number one success. Okay, I'd say... What's after that? I always look for clean football. I mean, I want to see clean football. You don't want to see a bunch of flags. You don't want to walk out of there and go, man, there are a lot of... Okay, you know what you don't want? You know what you absolutely don't want to see? You don't want to see a lot of jumping by the offensive line, right? Pre-snap problems right right um, don't want stupid which, false which, starts yeah, yeah false starts that define largely defined parts of last season for instance the oklahoma game yeah four straight was yeah, it, was, yeah was it i think so or a couple straight in the know. opening drive but anyway false starts fumbles picks all of that fall under that category of you just don't want to walk out of there going you know okay can i put it this way you don't want to walk out of there saying that looks like a poorly coached team. You don't want that. You don't want to do that. I want to see precision, or at least a degree of precision. Now, understanding that you you got to have some grace for the newness, you know, on offense, not defense. Like if you're seeing busts on defense, then come on. Well, well, come on, yeah, that, come on! See, You're in year five of the right. coordinator now. I mean, there shouldn't be a lot of bust and sloppiness on the defense. You you would have some grace for the offense because of what they're they're trying to marry two systems, and it's not easy. But but in that context, you also understand they're 15 practices in now, right. yep. and they got to hit the ground running in August, and there's and they should be pretty far along. You have to be. Because of we all know the situation. There's no I mean, I don't know. I mean, I always just say Scott's gonna have to win at least six. I don't know what the marker is exactly, but but isn't that just sort of a common sense a common sense marker? Yeah. He's gotta win six. Yeah. You can't go five and seven and no, survive. Yeah. So so you wanna see a team, okay, let's put it this way. You wanna see a team that you can watch and judge to say yeah i think they can win at least six and maybe and maybe those guys like trey palmer and anthony grant and casey thompson the quarterback and and tommy hill and deshaun singleton maybe those guys are so good that you walk away going huh maybe eight or nine is not maybe eight or nine is in the cards Okay. Yeah, that's that's why. So go back to the bust on defense because it, bus. It, it, the bust, um, bus. It it's more exciting to see the big play there offensively, but also yeah, that's concerning if your your defense is giving up. There's two sides to every story. You want to you want to see Trey Palmer get 
wide open for a or, or get a big play. Mm-hmm. Not maybe wide also, open. Not all, maybe wide open. Okay, we'll make a big just play. make a big play. It also means play. that your defense gave up a big play though. Right. Right. What are you hanging your head on this year? Well, you want to see some balance in the discussion. Yeah. That's probably what it comes down to. Is you want to see ideally you want to you want to walk away going, "Yeah, yeah, the offense made some plays, but man, the defense defense looked pretty good." I mean, you want it to be like that, right? Yes. And of course you're watching. I mean, we if I feel like we've almost glossed over Casey Thompson on this show because we just kind of take for granted that that, that that's that's going to be okay. But, I, I mean, I, I would prefer to see it on Saturday. I go back to – I would prefer to see okay to good to great on Saturday because I can remember vividly Adrian's second spring after his big, big breakout. Remember what I told you? I didn't think Adrian looked very good in a spring game before his sophomore year. And then what happened in his sophomore year? He didn't have a good sophomore yeah, you're year. You're right. He didn't. I, I remember distinctly watching it, and I didn't. I, I was. I, I stood on the sideline that game for some reason, most of the second half. And I remember thinking, well, that was actually the first half. I was on the sideline. I saw it, and Adrian was playing. And I remember thinking, he, that doesn't. He doesn't look right. That didn't look good. I didn't want to write what, it. What though. do you mean by that, though? What, what, it looked a little slower. He airball. He airmailed some passes in that game. Well, hadn't he put on a weight before that year, though? Too? I think so. Yeah, he and put on a weight on him. Just yeah, keep him healthier. I just didn't think he. He didn't have. I just didn't, didn't think he had a good day. But here's the thing about spring games: was I going to go back to the office and write a, a scathing column about Adrian Martinez because he airmailed a couple in the spring game? No, that's that's the thing. The spring game, you don't want to go overboard with anything. Either way, right? right yes. Either way, it don't don't drink too much Kool Aid, but don't drink too much sour Kool Aid. Right, but I but that so so now wait, but but the thing is, if if what if I, what if we go over there on Saturday, and you see Casey Thompson just ho- being inaccurate? Yeah, you know, I mean, we saw Luke McCaffrey go three of thirteen once in the spring. Right, remember that yeah, three yes. for thirteen. Yeah, I do remember that three. And that was a poor. That was a poor tend. I mean, it. That's that was it. That was that was Luke McCaffrey. That wasn't a one off. That was what he was. That was Luke McCaffrey. Yep. He's not a quarterback anymore. We Jake. tried to talk it off. Oh, it's just you know, it's, he was just trying some throws. No, Luke was, McCaffrey. That's who he is. Luke McCaffrey's no longer a quarterback. Yep. <clears throat> now, and you could tell that. So, in game. so, it, so this conversation is meaningful because there is reality before us on Saturday. There is a certain amount of reality because what you just illustrated was real. What I just illustrated about Adrian was real. Now, if you go over there and you walk away going, uh, mm. uh didn't look too good. Uh, yeah. So those, I mean, there's a certain amount of scrutiny those kids are under and they know it. There, there's they a lot of people that when I ask the question, what is a successful spring game? What'd they say? What do you think the answer is? Maybe the top answer. Well, it, uh, I don't know. Well, you're smiling, so I'm. I don't know what they, they say. How about some? How about some commitments? <laughs> well, care. that's they big. don't care about the game. They that's say, big. can we get O'Shawn Mathis? Can we get some positivity from Dylan Raiola there? Okay, now here's the deal with and that. other guys visiting. There, that, that is exactly right. This is a big, big day for Nebraska recruiting. It is. They build the recruiting into this in a big way, which they should, right? Because this is unique in, in America sporting yes. in, in American sports that 50,000 people will be on hand for this practice. 
It's unique. The kids will be blown away. There will be no conversation of, oh, this is not this isn't that big of a crowd compared to nineteen or two thousand four. You know, um, no, this is going to be. It'll be these kids, these young guys will be blown away. Oh, Sean Mathis in town last night. Okay, had dinner with 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 key people. Okay, um, Oh, Sean Mathis with his family. Oh, Sean Mathis is is a is a major. Yeah, of course, he's a gigantic target. We all know that. He'll be on hand along with Dylan. Um, now, as far as commitments go, I don't think you'll. I think Maverick Noonan, the kid from Elkhorn, the pass rusher from Elkhorn, I think there's a chance he could commit as early as tomorrow, you know. But I don't know that. I mean, he might want to wait till next week or may, may want to wait, period. Um, Danny Noonan, of course, is his father. Right, right. Um, All-American, former middle guard at Nebraska. That was an incredible incre- – Jake, I'm saying incredible player, by the way. All-American. Incredible. You are incredible if you're an All-American. That's just a fact. So, yeah, it is gigantic. It's a gigantic recruiting day for Nebraska. But I don't think you'll – beyond Maverick Noonan – well, I don't even know if Maverick Noonan will commit tomorrow. That would be the only one I would guess that could. Here's some answers. I'm going to read these in order in terms of – Yeah, I'd like to hear What what people view – hang on, Greg. We'll get you in a second in Michigan on the phone. Greg, one second, one second. Um, Gary says good specialist play tomorrow would be – would be a success. They're only going to kick and punt. I don't think we're going to see returns. Well, yeah. Can you make some field goals? Can you punt well? Well, I don't know if they're going to kick field goals. I think we're talking about – I don't know Just that. Just kickoffs? Kickoffs and punts. I think we're okay, seeing that. Brian, not, Bo- Brian Boomshini, come on yeah, down. I don't think we're going to see a lot of special teams. Sean says a successful spring game for me would be enthusiasm from the team, no mistakes, explosive plays. I don't think it's realistic to say no mistakes, Yeah, but not just a dirty flags flying, turnovers flying. You don't want that. Ted says clean center exchanges. Yeah, okay. Trent Hickson, Trent the Hickson. center tomorrow. Yeah, you're probably your number yeah, number one center. Uh, let's see. Spencer says, Sip, don't do it. Don't you dare do it. You will never. You have no idea how many games this team can win next fall based on the spring game. No, you don't. I, I agree with that. I mean, you have. Wait a second. Wait a second. You might be able to get, but like you said, you you idea. got you got a hint of Adrian Martinez having some you know issues. Luke McCaffrey, of course, showed he had some issues. Oh, you can see issues. Doesn't tell everything, but it can. Yeah, you can see issues. Identify there's yeah. some issues there, or you can see good things too. Um, good ang- things. <laughs> this person's name is angry for no reason. That's how they're t- labeled on the text line. Yeah. Uh, their answer is the real answer is a successful spring game showing that you have a good, viable running back or running game. I think you'll but can see you that. tell that with a questionable defensive line and, and if they're and not line, tackling and linebackers that are out with okay. injuries. Remember, in the first half last year, they didn't tackle. So how do you see it? Yeah, how do you see it? Now, if they're tackling, you can see it. You can see it. So yeah, no, that's I. Okay. Do they have a viable running game? It's been viable all spring via comments from Scott Frost and Sean Becton and the and the and the guys involved that the run game has been consistently good this spring. Run game consistently good this spring. We have spring. not seen it ourselves. No. We're but, taking their word. Well yeah, I believe them. I mean, why would they lie? Uh, let's get a call from Greg in Michigan at 402-464-5685. Greg, you're on early break. Go ahead. 
Morning, guys. How you doing today? Greg, it's good to hear from you. How are you doing? I'm good. I uh, have an answer to what I want to see out of the spring game, and okay. I want to see the specialists. I think last year the spring game they missed a field goal or two. I don't if remember that. Yeah, this. Po- I think they did they actually missed a couple field goals. Yeah, yeah I think you're, you're right. right, Greg. I don't know how and much of I that. To, go ahead. I go went ahead. to the Michigan State game last year, and I got there an hour early, and I was watching the Michigan State punter just boom these bombs, big hang time, put them at the five yard line, and uh, Nebraska's specialists were out there kind of goofing around, kicking these twenty five yarders. And I nudged my son, and I said, this game's going to come down to special teams. <laughs> well, sure did. So I want to see Brian Buscini come out in the spring game. I don't even care if he's kicking live. I just want to see him kick some absolute bombs where you get a little hope that we're not going to get 25-yard non-directional kicks that get returned on us and stuff. All right, Greg. Right, thanks, Greg. Hey, Appreciate Greg, thank call. you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what that picture is going to look like, but obviously that's a critical conversation. You just have to trust Bill Bush, and he's getting it done with those guys. I don't know oh, what just happened. Breaking things over there, typical for you. Okay. Uh, what else have you seen on the text line? Uh, Shane says, spring practice without tackling is like getting hyped to watch basketball run five versus zero. Right, yeah. I wonder what Scott will do with that. <coughs> Okay. Now here's there's a competing there's competing elements of that conversation. You I you and I say, "Hey, let them tackle." <laughs> let them tackle, but we don't want to make it hurt. Yeah, it's true. Now, this text coming in, this I totally agree with. And this is regarding what Greg just called about special teams. Here's from Scott on the text line, 402-464-5685. He says this, "If we if they don't show off special teams, that is a major coaching red flag. I get what Sip is saying, but how tone deaf can a coach be with the state of this program to not make a show of special teams this year at the spring? I game? mentioned. That. I agree with that. Yeah, I mentioned that. I, I I said that on another show. I, but I'm telling you, I don't know how much special teams you're going to see. I just be cautious on that thing. I'm with you on that. If you want us to believe that you're turning again, I I think Bill Bush is a great coach. I have all the trust in the world, Bill Bush, but I also want to see it. Why wouldn't you emphasize it? I you should. Right. I I hope that I, I hope they I don't would. Think, I don't think they will. And if they don't, that's a it's a terrible missed opportunity. But well, now hold on. Now we now if we're going to go if down this if road, if it is getting better, if we're going to go down this road, then we got to. How would you do it if they're not playing a real game? Okay which I don't think they are. It's just going to be offense versus defense. If they're not playing a real game, okay, I, I'll tell you how to do it. You could do it. If if a drive stalls, put punt. your punter out there punt. And, and punt it. And punt, punt, it to a, punt it to a return man. Yes. What's do wrong it, with that? Do it four or five times. If you drive down to the opponent's 22 and stall, try to kick a field goal, not just end it. I'm, I'm, I'm with – I'm with the texter on that. I am. I, I totally am with it. Now, I wonder, though, I now what I've heard is there's, there's not going to be a lot of special teams. I don't that's agree tone, with it either. I, that's tone deaf. That, that seems a little tone is deaf. It seems a little tone, tone deaf. deaf. I don't mind saying that. That seems a little tone deaf. How else would you put it? It's yeah. tone deaf. 
Yeah, we want to see it. We want to believe that there's progress in places that should be, you know, you can you bring in Bushin, you bring in Bleak Road. I think you can do it. Now, now the, now there's a question that arises, how much have they worked on live punt return this year? This spring, this spring. I do, I can't answer that. I don't, I don't know. know how much they have. All right. I don't know if they get to that. I don't know if that's if that's an if you get to that this early in the year, you wait till August to rev that part up. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, how much live punt return have they worked on? I don't know. How much but, live kickoff return have they worked on? But you know, we both agree it is tone deaf if they don't show some special, show teams. special teams. We yeah. just want to see a little bit of improvement. Yeah. Give us a chance to Even show. Even if you don't return the ball, have Bushini out yeah. there. Punt it to a return. kick out yeah. there for him. Let Bleak Road kick some field goals. Bleak Road's not okay, here well, yet. Who's that? Well, 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 whoever whoever it is. Here. Yeah, whoever it is. Whoever is kicking. Yeah, Bleak there. Rod will be here this summer. Bleak Rod. Bleak Road. Sean calls him Bleak Rod. I think it's Bleak Road. Um, he'll be here this summer. We've got a special guest next. We do. From Augusta National. Hey, hold that. No, 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 no. Yeah, keep that. Oh, hold on. No, no, That's hold on. That. Hold on. That. I want to read that grease board thing. There's a kid that missed one field goal last year from 29, according to Harris. No, it's Gabe Hines. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe Hines. Hines. Thank you. Okay. Special guest from Augusta National. Next, an early break in the ticket.